0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode about the movies with William Fletcher As per usual, I'm your host, William Fletcher So before I start, I just want to say that it is currently raining a bit outside So I hope that, you, that that doesn't come through too badly in the recording And that it doesn't affect your enjoyment of this episode too much I would assume it probably doesn't Considering that it's, it's, too bad. it's not raining that badly right now It's more just, you know, slightly uh, spitting currently. But this week's episode will be an episode that's just with me. Uh, Unfortunately for you guys, I uh, cannot get uh, an episode with another guest planned in time for this one. But it's going to be a quick one because it's just with me. So I'm just going to be talking a little bit about The Wolfman, the 1941 universal horror film starring Lon Chaney Jr. and directed by... James Whale, is it? Is it it James Whale directed? George Wagner. James Whale did Invisible Man and the Frankenstein films. So, this... I watched this film last week, and uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's a good film. Um, I've I've seen a, a fair amount of the universal horror films I've seen... Uh, what have I seen? The Wolfman, The Invisible Man, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, and the Bela Lugosi Dracula film. Yeah, that's sort of my sort of current uh, experience with Universal horror, uh, and I might as well just touch on those, my sort of opinions on those <coughs> now. So sort of Dracula, I think is a bit overrated. Personally, I think it's a, a perfectly solid film, but it, it sort of It's not all that, you know. Uh, Frankenstein is excellent. Uh, Really fantastic. I really, really love that original Frankenstein. Brighter Frankenstein is even better. Invisible Man is quite solid, although I do prefer the 2020 remake, adaptation, I don't know. And then uh, The Wolfman uh, is my favourite of the universal monster films that i've seen so far and i do think it it's highly unlikely that it will be topped for me personally i think it's yes yeah, it's just a really really solidly enjoyable film and i do think yeah i think its it's very well made on a but you do sort of have to, with a, with a lot of older films, you do have to sort of put them into a context of they of, the, of when they were released, and you have to very much sort of give them a bit of leeway, arguably, because you know they were released in a time where film and filmmaking was very much in a different place than it is now. So you, I I I personally give them. Sort of more leeway with things, you know, if they're more like a lot of them are much more campy and over the top. <clears throat> and then that's, that's, not, that's not a bad thing, personally, especially because, you know, over the time period it, it was released in, it makes sense that they're more campy. But it's, yeah, it's a good film, so I'm just sort of going to go through it like I do with the other films that um, I do where uh, I just do episodes by myself. So, you know, it's uh, it's only like an hour ten minutes long, so which is which is good because I appreciate because uh, a good an interesting and kind of nice thing about these film these sort of classic, universal horror films and a lot of films you know from the 1930s and that and 40s as well, is that uh, a lot of them were rather short, and and, and weren't particularly long, so. You, which is good because I, I think some a lot of films nowadays feel like they need to get to a certain time, and they go on for far too long and and, and drag and and they they sort of um, they fail because they just can't they just yeah they 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 sort of stretch their runtime out for too too much. But this you know is a very very good. Uh, it is very much like it it, it sort of it, it very quickly gets to the point and you know it's sort of it's it's non-stop you know stuff just keeps happening and happening and happening and it just it is it, is really good it is it's i think that a lot of you know classic horror film you know like I'm, i i do enjoy you know universal horror films quite a bit because i i i, I I I try to watch you know as many different kinds of films as I can and so watching and I think this is for anyone who's interested in films you should watch different kinds of films from you know throughout history you know in in that I think people who are interested in films should try and watch all different kinds of films from all, all different kinds of decades you know various films across various years from, you know, all these different, you know, from, from all these different, from all the from various decades, from various directors, you know, good films, bad films, long films, short films, you know, you should watch animated films, you should watch comedy, you should watch horror, you should watch action films, slasher, you know, all these different genres of film. And I think some people who get into film sort of only... W- are uh, uh, interested in certain facets and and don't and often don't like who often don't expose themselves as it were to films that aren't in a specific genre or like by specific specific director or like all this things. I think a uh, a problem with I think a problem with a lot with quite a few people who get into them, especially like certain film students don't like often a lot of film students don't get don't sort of inter- busy themselves or sort of interest themselves- get themselves in into stuff that like is different than what they like, are interested in so if if you, like, certain film students who are into guys like Tarantino and, you know, like, into, yeah, into, um, you know, into Tarantino and Christopher Nolan and sort of, I guess, the more film y types of filmmakers, which is, you know, because, I, I do think certain people, certain teenagers, um, well, not necessarily, think, but think, uh, certain people in general do sort of get on a line of like they sort of are only interested in this one, they sort of dismiss other types of films, uh, and I think that that is a problem sometimes. Is that certain uh, people, certain people who get into film, are very much along the same lines of like they only are interested in a certain kind of film, you know, and I think. And, and I think I, I try to, you know, watch as many different kinds of films as I can because film is, is such a wide medium and there's so many different types of films to watch and there's still so many films that I would love to see at some point in my life, but it's hard to, you know, see all these films and, and you know, it's it's hard to sort of, you know, put time aside to, to watch all these individual films. But I think... And that's sort of why I like this film so much because it's only seventy minutes long, you know like back in high school that's how long my classes were, so it, it was very easy to it, it it's very easy to watch a film that's like an hour long seventy minutes long because I'm used to that, and I can do that much more easily as opposed to a two hour film which I'm, I'm sort of just like i sort of i'm, I'm sort of like I'm sort of like, ah, oh, this is you know hot, you know like. It, it, in sort of the sense of like, you know, watching long films, it's harder to to, to sort of convince um, myself to watch This, you know, I, I I really like this film. I think it it, it tells its story in a very um, a, a very you know, it's seventy minutes. So it doesn't have a whole lot of time to 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 do lots of setup and to do all this, but I think it works on spite of that. I think it sets up. Th- I think this film sets up its its story and its characters and all that. Very efficiently and in very quick succession, you understand who the characters are you 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 get invested you're invested in these characters' sort of journeys you know this this guy who he is the he is the wolf man you know you you're interested and you and you want to see like you, you want to know what's gonna happen next because he you know he becomes the wolf man but- but nobody knows it and then then you're sort of like, oh yeah, you know like. That's also a great thing, you know, I think like other films about Wales like wealth and Government Press, The were Rabbit is an excellent, excellent film. And I absolutely love in the in that film the whole thing of like they don't know who this Were Rabbit is but <clears throat> and then you find out you know, you find out who, that, you know, who is who is who the were Rabbit is and then the villain because he knows who it is now and he is the perfect opportunity to, you know, kill him now, and it would make Sansa, so, like, I yeah, I just think, like but this film is, it's sort of different, because, like, nobody knows who it is, nobody believes anyone who says there's this wolf man, and this guy who turns into a wolf, you know, and, and then they kill this, so there's this wolf who attacks, uh, who attacks someone, and then they attack, and she, they attempt to you know, they attempt to save her but she's killed by the wolf and a launching junior's character Larry Larry Talbot mm-hmm. attempts to save her but he gets bitten in the process and he he kills the wolf and that in turn turns him into said wolf and, and then you know that he's and then throughout the most of the rest of the film he is the wolf man. He he is turning into that wolf, you know, every night and he's, and it it's sort of like, and you, and and throughout the most of the film, you you sort of have to wonder like what's gonna happen. And and I think the interesting thing about a lot of these universal horror films that I found is that they don't really have happy endings. Uh, spoiler alert for these, but actually I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. But uh, I I think the uh, the I I I love these universal horror f- these universal horror films uh, and about the um sorry the the atmosphere they were able to create, you know, with the lighting and then the music and the, and the sets and the smoke and all of this, I think that's all brilliant. I think that's all very well realised. And then it's uh yeah it's the, the it's really yeah well sort of realised. And I I think these universal horror films sort of excel at that, like, creating an atmosphere of, like, oh, this is, you know, quite creepy and quite haunting and quite, and a bit unknown at time, which I feel a lot of modern horror films strive to try and do and often fail at doing, to be honest. I think this is universal, these, these classic horror films from the 30s and 40s are very, very good at being able to portray and show that as a... um they're able to show that they actually to get genuine horror, to actually be creepy and unnerving in a way that is quite impressive, especially for you know old films from the you know 30s and 40s, where they didn't have you know whether in black and white, you know there's no blood, there's, there's you know and, and you know you just sort of have to you sort of have to use the music and, and the performance and, and the screaming and, and all this to try and sell the, the scares. And I think these and I think this. Is very this film is very is very good at showing that I think the Invisible Man as well the 1933 version also really works at the whole horror thing, but I think it excels more at that. It, 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 it's sort of in a different way. I think the guy the Invisible Man in that film is is very haunting him just like laughing and he's just he's throwing stuff over he's knocking people over he's killing people and that film just insane and, and that's I, I do find that more on Evan, but I find this film to be better overall because I think the characters are better written in The Wolfman than they are in The Invisible Man and I think it, it's, they're, they're better realised the same with the Frankenstein films and Dracula I think this Wolfman film is very much able at do it at, 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 at at sort of portraying these characters. And I think the acting, is that think long changing, is excellent in this one. As both Larry Talbot and as the Wolfman himself, I think he, he excels at both parts. And yeah, he he's, he's one of he's, a, he's he's very good in this film, man. And I, he really sells the emotion of like he because he because he, he knows he's the Wolf Man. But he doesn't want to, and 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 he's trying to tell people, but nobody's believing him, and he and he tries putting him, and he tries to stay, you know, tight, and he and he gets tied to his chair, uh, and, and then he you know he t- turns into the where the wolf, and then he you know he kills someone, and then he you know he he, he doesn't remember it, but you know he uh, he you know. He, he he knows he, he 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 initially he doesn't know he is the wolf man but then he is turned into human and now he c- is convinced that he is the werewolf and, and the, or the wolf man and then you know he <clears throat> and then he is tied to the chair by his father who, who who doesn't believe him and then he you know he he breaks free and he attacks Gwen and then he's beaten to death by his father. Um, and then he, he dies, and then, you know, we he turns back into Larry, and then, you know, sort of the cycle continuing of his dad will now become the Wolfman because of the cycle that's sort of been established throughout this film. And I think that is so, just like such a, a melancholic ending of like, we, we defeated this Wolfman, we defeated this Wolfman, but now he knows who it is, and now he's going to become the Wolfman. And I think a lot of these classic universal horror films. Really excel at pr- that pr- at you know presenting and showing these really dark endings like the Invisible Man film is it, pretty dark at the end you know because um, uh, the, the little Man kind of wins at the end he he gets his revenge on who he's trying to get his revenge on and then he dies at the end you know he you know at the end of Frankenstein the Frankenstein's monster is you know he they they, they burn him alive and in Bride of Frankenstein he he things he gets a wife but then she dies and then this larry dies and i think it's very interesting watching these films and seeing how they're not afraid to have you know melancholic or sad endings and i think that's very commendable of them especially because i feel like this was a time in history where you don't really see that as much you don't really see a whole lot of, like, sad endings in, in, in sort of classic cinema. You know, typically in, in films, you get the happy ending, you know, you get the, the man and the woman riding off into the, the sunset together, and, and this you don't, and I think that's very, well, that no, just adds to why I love this film so much, and I've been talking about now, and, uh, yeah, no, it's really great. Uh, I think I think the Wolfman effects, just before I quickly wrap this up, the, the makeup, that the job they did on him is Really, it, it looks it looks really good. It's very well realized for a uh, a classic, you know, 1940s film where you don't typically you know see that as much. And, and you know, some makeup looks very dated, but I think this looks really, really nice. And it could be because it's black and white, and that you know helps. But I th- yeah, I just think this film is really, really great. I I absolutely. I love this film, and I give this film an 8 out of 10. <clears throat> so thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Next week I will be covering, uh, hopefully, I will be covering a, a, a 90s, 90s classic. Two 90s classics, in fact. They're both in the same franchise, so you can possibly figure it out. Uh, so yeah. Check out all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, website. Listen to the previous episodes on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.